162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Today on the Zabecast is Jets quarterback Zach Wilson, a cougar hunter. How one Instagram post has this story off and running. And it's the juicy summer pot boiler we so desperately need. Tiger gets ready for the open. Is it his last dance at the old sod? Plus scamming Russian degenerates with fake cricket? Your 30-minute uncensored bonus edition of Pure Me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday, July 12, 2022. Thank you for downloading. It is just me today, so let's settle in and get right to it. This story is pure gold at just the right possible time. Zach Wilson, pretty boy Jets quarterback, Cougar Hunter. We take it to Jack Mack, Barstool Sports, who breaks it down Thusly, the story involving Zach Wilson, his ex-girlfriend, his best friend, slash now ex-best friend, his mom, and his mom's best friend is about as juicy as it gets. We'll start at the beginning. Zach Wilson was in a relationship with this girl. I think her name's Abby. She was at the NFL draft when Zach Wilson was selected by the Jets. Anyways, they end up breaking up in January. Yesterday, Abby went Instagram official with her new boyfriend. Now, why is this a big deal? People break up and then date other people. Thanks to this tweet from U Stadium, the internet found out this, this photo was a little suspicious. This is not posted on Abby's Instagram. This is posted on the Instagram of her boyfriend, Dax Mill. Who is Dax Mill, you ask? Oh, just happens to be Zach Wilson's best friend. Here's an article from November 2020. BYU Zach Wilson and Dax Mill and their best of friends off the field. They even went back to a BYU basketball game this year in February, around a month after Zach Wilson broke up with his girlfriend, which Dax Milne is now in a relationship with. Just to remind everybody out there, the snakes, they're in the grass. You don't see them, <laughs> but they bite. 
Zach and Dax don't follow each other on Instagram anymore, and that's probably where you thought the story would end. But somebody went to Abby's Instagram and commented, Homie Hopper, obviously in reference to the fact that she's now with her ex's best friend. Well, then she dropped a hell of an allegation in response. He was sleeping with his mom's best friend. That's the real homie hopper. Say what? <laughs> we do know from March earlier this year that Zach isn't older women. So it is possible. But I do want to remind you this is just an allegation. I'm continuing to look into this situation that is developing. I will continue to report on it here. You should throw me a follow. I probably won't sleep tonight the amount of research that I'm going to have to do. But anyways, yeah, I'm Team Zach Wilson because I'm a Jets fan. But I'm going to continue to look into it. Throw me a follow. Don't be more. All right. So there you go. Um, wow. All righty then. Again, scurrilous, scandalous, unconfirmed, pure rumor. But okay, tell me more. Tell me more. L- let me know. I love how there's this term Instagram official. I guess that's what the kids do these days, or even adults perhaps who are dating. Or divorcees who are now dating. Oh, we're Instagram official. We've got a photo of each other on Instagram. We're following each other now. Zach Wilson may or may not end up being a good quarterback in the NFL. I'd say year one was not good. Then again, he's playing for the Jets. The Jets have a way of turning pretty much anything into shit. So it may not be entirely his fault. That said, I've always been a bit skeptical about the prospects of Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback in the NFL for this simple, unscientific, non-football reason. He's too good-looking. In fact, he is, I wouldn't say he's devastatingly handsome. I would say he is too pretty. He is a pretty boy. I mean, perfect square jaw, high cheekbones, symmetrical features, piercing blue eyes, just Brilliant blonde hair. The smile that lights up Manhattan. His girlfriend that he broke up with. Also insanely perfect. They're like a Ken and Barbie doll set. Why can't a guy who's that good looking succeed in the NFL? My theory is this. He's never had to overcome adversity. He's never had to fight on a level playing field. Why? Because he's that pretty. He's been that good looking his whole life at every step of the way. Now, I'm not saying that they gave him anything. I'm not saying he wasn't good when he was at BYU and didn't earn his place on the field. But the doors of society swing open to the pretty and the good looking and the well-endowed every single day in every single walk of life. So he doesn't really know struggle, I don't believe, being that good looking And I think that's going to hamper him in the NFL where every quarterback struggles, where it is very, very hard to play the position. And he's on the Jets. And like I said, they will take the best thing going in life and fuck it up six ways to Sunday. But back to his wife, or back to his mom, I should say. His mom, when we saw her at the NFL draft, made people go, ooh. Now I know where he gets the genetic looks. And apparently his mom... Runs with a fast crowd of women in their mid to late 40s. And if if Zach Wilson at 22 or whatever he is, likes to go 40 north, God bless him. As somebody said to me, I think in a tweet or a text or on the text line this morning on the 97.3 The Game Show, you know 40-year-old hot 
Cougars, they will go the extra mile. They will do things that the 22-year-old, who looks like a Barbie doll herself, may not be willing to do. And that is, in general, but not in every case, true. But there's no accounting for love. And there's no accounting for, well, maybe I could have a fling with my mom's best friend. Why not? Maybe he's out there hitting everything in sight. Don't know, don't care, but go ahead, tell me more. Don't leave out any of the details. Because I, like anyone else with a brain, a red-blooded American male, I want to know the deets, if at all possible. As far as the Dax Milne dating his ex-girlfriend thing, there's a difference in thought with some people. Some believe that true best buds, true homies for life, true bros before hoes, never should date an ex of your best friend. No matter what the timing is, no matter what the timeline is, no matter what your your best buddy has gone on to that he might be more happy with, that it's just a complete no-go zone. No matter how well you two might be made for each other or think it's love yourself, it's just one fish you rule out in the ocean. In an ocean of fish, you say, I'm not going there out of respect and allegiance to my boy. Others say, hey, it's fair game. Others might say, hey, when there is a best friend and he's going out with somebody and you spend time together, going on perhaps double dates or just hanging out together, you might realize, hey, you know what? We get along great. They fight over dumb stuff, but I can see why because they're not in sync with each other. So we should be going out. Oh, I can see that as a possibility. But it got me to thinking, and this is where I'm going to rely on you, the throbbing brain, to help remember some of these episodes because it's not something you can easily Wikipedia and have a list of, but the most fucked up, weird, I can't believe that romantic or sexual situations in sports over the years. I got a couple. Uh, There was a love triangle that reportedly broke up the Mavericks back when Jason Kidd and, oh, who else was in it? Uh, Jamal Mashburn, I believe. The Triple J Ranch. Who was the third J in the Triple J Ranch? They got broken up by the lovely R&B singer Tony Braxton at the time because the three of them were somehow all circling around her. Then there was, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I forget what brought it up, the infamous wife swap situation with Mike Kekich and the New York Yankees and his teammate. Uh, There was the Derek Fisher incident where he was sleeping with Matt Barnes' ex-wife, and I guess that was too close to home. And so Matt Barnes decided to one day drive all the way up from L.A. to Santa Barbara, California, a good two-hour drive, beautiful, but up through the San Fernando Valley and through the hills and up to Oxnard and to Santa Barbara. Can you tell I went to school out there? Drove all the way up there, found him, and slapped the taste out of his mouth. That was a good one. Remember, uh, was it uh, Pitcher Finley for the Angels and Tawny Katane, the redheaded siren from Whitesnake? She became just a nasty, belligerent drunk, a sloppy mess. And she ended up in several series of mugshots that were like, wow, looks like Tawny Katane has let herself go. Why do I want to say Michael Finley? 
Finley. Angels Finley. Let me look this up. Uh, I, I believe Tony Katane also uh, passed away. Uh, let's see. Angels. Chuck Finley. Chuck Finley. Now, let me just uh, hold on a second because it's just me today. I've got to look all this stuff up myself. Normally, there's a wingman. There's just typing away as I go quick and forget all the details. Nice prep work and research. Shut up. I took a flight today. I didn't have time. You had time on the plane. I, I didn't remember this. Um, Ta- Tawny Kitane. Yeah. No, she's she's dead. Died May 7th of 2021. Anyhow. So there was one for you. The Chuck Finley, Tawny Katane thing was fucking wild. I believe there was Delonte West and LeBron James's mother, allegedly, which was a doozy. And then another one of the, wait a minute, what? Romantic sort of stories in sports that made no sense was, remember when Jimmy Garoppolo, or excuse me, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, he was dating a porn star and not a very good-looking one in most men's opinions either. And it came as such a shock because you look at Jimmy Garoppolo with his beautiful olive-colored skin and his great looks. I mean, devastatingly handsome. The George Clooney of quarterbacks. Rich, famous, athlete, Great looking, and he's dating a porn star. What What are you doing? Didn't last very long, but that was a big thing. And it said to me, okay, he has no game whatsoever. He's that good looking. He has that much money. He plays in a sport in which you've got to be an alpha competitor. Although some recently on the podcast, I uh, forget who it was, said they could tell he is not alpha. And couldn't lead a team. But you should be, you shouldn't be dating a porn star. But he was, which was very weird. So file this one under. It's juicy. It's weird. It might be true. But who who am I to judge? And who am I to care? I want it to be true. I need it to be true. So let's just see what happens from here. Cut to Tiger at the old course. Tiger Woods preparing to play in the 150th Open Championship, which is celebrating in big style this week. Great get-together of past champions at the old course. They played a short loop of holes. One, two, 17, 18, four-man teams. I believe the team of Faldo, Daly, Ustazen, and Zach Johnson was the winner of this little thing. They also had a few of the uh, women's Open champions in the mix, which... I'm a little conflicted by, of course I want to grow the game. Of course I love women playing the game and, and, and they should be, you know, promoted and everything else. But from an organizational standpoint, from a just keeping your M&Ms separated by colors sort of thing, my anal retentive side doesn't like to, to mix the pot on this. They also had some disabled golfers, which is great. Again, you know, teaching people that, hey, anyone can play this game. One leg. There was a golfer with one leg who just, Pures it. A woman who was in a specialized cart, I guess she was paralyzed from the waist down. It's all wonderful, but it just, it sort of muddies what otherwise is a beautiful set of past champions, even though some of them, you're kind of like, oh boy, 
Time has not been good to him. Mark Kalkovecchia. Daly, of course, who's got the now giant white Santa beard. And my favorite, still looking absolutely spry and with it at 82 years young, Lee Trevino. It was apparently Lee Trevino's decision, or it was his suggestion, they do this short four-hole tournament with past champions. And I love Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino, to me, is one of the most underrated, underexposed golf legends out there. The Merry Mechs, they call him. Always cracking a joke. Always with a smile. Literally the son of a gravedigger from from Mexico. Grew up down in Texas. Uh, learned to play golf gambling with older members of this club a- after he was done caddying, where he would say, pressure... <laughs> Pressure on the PGA Tour. He said, pressure is playing for 20 bucks when you only have three bucks in your pocket. That's pressure for you right there. Lee Trevino, who won the British Open or Open Championship twice, I believe, maybe three times. He was a master. Hit a low ball. God, I love that guy. So it was cool to see him out there. And Rory was out there smiling. And Daly was out there. Side note, Daly is the cool golfer that Brooks Kepko wishes he could be. Daly loves golf, respects it, even though he has at times had his moments. But he's not, John Daly has not looked down on golf, even though he is a true blue Arkansas redneck. He's the kind of cool that Brooks Kepka wishes he could be, isn't, and never will be. So it was great to see, of course, all these guys out there, including the big cat himself, Tiger Woods, who stopped to pose for a photograph with the great Jack Nicholas on the Swilkin Bridge over the Swilkin Burn, which is just a little creek full of water, um, on the 18th hole. Iconic photo. I don't think they've ever taken a photo like that. And Tiger talked this week about how, hey, you know, they're not going to have the Open here at St. Andrews again for another five years at the earliest, and so this this might be my last real chance to compete. He thinks he can compete. He's hitting the ball, according to Trevino, who played with him. He's hitting it great. It's the walking that's a problem. And so it's got a feel to it with Tiger where you feel like it should be a celebration. You want it to be something joyous, but at the same time, it's a little bit sad because, you know, good party is like, I don't know if he's ever going to really compete again at this event. But to Tiger's credit, he is embracing it. And he is not the Tiger Woods of, say, 10 years ago where he wouldn't have wanted to be a part of this. He was out there meeting, greeting, smiling, grinning, appreciating, and just being thankful he's got two legs and can still play golf at a pretty darn high level. For how much longer? Nobody knows. Trevino said in this interview that, you know, he doesn't know what the doctors can do. They just hope to keep it. You know, I'm, she, he said, Trevino said, not that he's got any inside information, but I think this is just perspective, saying basically, you know, there's no guarantee that Tiger's leg is going to be there, that over the years, if the circulation keeps going south and they can't do anything about some of the problems he's got, it just it gets me back to that stupid fucking morning in which Tiger had to drive himself to the golf course. Couldn't have somebody take him. 
was on who knows what kind of sleeping pills, pain pills, goofballs, or whatever, and went flying off the road at 82 miles an hour without tapping the brakes into a stand of trees, nearly dying. Such a waste, such a tragedy. And the full details of that will go to the grave with Tiger Woods. But it looks like Tiger Woods is embracing this, and that's great. Nicholas was there as well. So on the on the Swilkin Bridge, Tiger's posing for a photo. The whole world, the whole golf world's taking pictures of it. And uh, you look down, and Tiger is stepping on Jack's toe. Now, you son of a bitch, you got me with the old toe trick. But I didn't want to pull away because I'm, I'm kind of old myself. I'd follow right off the bridge. Damn it, Tiger. So go look at the pictures. You'll see it. He's stepping on his foot. Probably not on purpose. I doubt it on purpose, but still. So it's just so great. The Open Championship as a golf nerd. Do you know that Bobby Jones, who was given the uh, an honorary citizenship in the town of St. Andrews, Scotland, which Nicholas was given this week as well, very high honor, very few people get it. Bobby Jones, the legendary golfer, when he first went to the Open Championship way back in the day in the 30s or 40s or whenever, when you had to take a boat over, oh, by the way, it was like a multi-week journey to go over there and play. First time he went over and played, got so frustrated by the deep bunkers, ended up taking like a 12 on one hole, trying to get out of a bunker, got so pissed off, picked up his ball, stormed off the course. Huge breach of etiquette. Huge no-no in the game. And the Scots were like, tisk tisk. Bobby Jones apparently realized, I guess he had time to think about it on the long boat ride home. And in the years since, he's like, you know what? That, uh, that can't be. I, I can't be that way. So he went back, dedicated himself to learning Lynx golf, won the Open, not once, but twice. Second time he won it, there is grainy old film stock of him being lifted up by the crowd that swarms the 18th hole and carried on their shoulders off the course. That's how much they came to love him when his journey began in Scotland with getting pissed off, picking up his ball, storming off the course, and being persona non grata with golf fans. That's a good story. A, you know, St. Andrews has many really good stories. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Cut three. ESPN, the worldwide leader in misinformation. Or maybe the worldwide leader in laziness. ESPN on their one of their morning shows ran with a fake quote that was made up by a Twitter account called Ballsack Sports. <laughs> the quote was about John Morant pretty much dissing not only Michael Jordan, but also some other current NBA players. And ESPN ran with it. And it was hugely embarrassing because he did not say what this story put out by Ball Sack Sports had to say. Here's a snippet of the audio from uh, the ESPN Morning Talk. Star and a bunch of average... There we go, hold on. Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard... It's not just about one superstar and a bunch of average guys. Perk, mm. what do you think about John Morant <laughs> saying that Michael Jordan in today's league would be just another superstar? You, you know what? John Morant is confident and crazy at the same time. Listen, mm. I don't know if he... They spent quite a few minutes on this. Turns out that, oh, well, guess what? Was never said by him. Taylor Rooks, I think, did the original interview with John Morant, and quickly they're like, N- n- where, where are you getting this from? Oh, I got it from the internet. ESPN, tighten up. You can do better than that. Speaking of ESPN, 15 years later, the godfather of fantasy at the four-letter is moving on. Matthew Barry announced today that he is no longer going to be working for ESPN. Doesn't know what's going to come next, but he is Widely respected in the industry. I believe Charch has said some really nice things about him. And they're turning the page on Matthew Barry. Who knows the exact hows and whys. I'm sure the bean counters looked at him and said, you're making a lot of money after all these years. Do we really need you? We got a lot of people that can just, you know, read a fantasy prediction sheet and say, oh, here's who you should pick up as your flex player this week. Of course, Matthew Barry, when he began 15 years ago at ESPN, ESPN treated fantasy like, <laughs> look at these squidnicks playing fantasy. They, there was a time in which ESPN and other television networks would scoff at fantasy football. Like, it's the province of nerds. Why would we cover that? Well, because there's money in it. Lots of money. And now they're moving on to gambling as well. And maybe that's why perhaps Matthew Berry became less valuable because, yeah, people still play fantasy, 
but it's all about the gambling now. It's all about getting your accounts lined up. And by the way, mybookie.com, ding, 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 absolutely rock-solid sports book that has been there and been around and has been with us here at the ZabeCast long before these other companies who have swooped in and have been giving away the store with their promotions with no regards toward really going to make any money. Uh, my bookie has been there every step of the way. Solid sports book, so that's who you should go with. But Matthew Berry, happy trails to you in your next venture. Cut four, Dodger Stadium. Concession workers threatened to strike before the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. What is this, France? I mean, come on. Get your own, serve your own peanuts, perhaps? Get a pour-yourself-your-own-beer concession stand? Probably heading that way anyway. Are they unionized? Can they strike? Is this really a thing exactly? No idea. Cut five. NFL Network has named Jamie Erdahl as the new replacement host for the lovely Kay Adams, who is still in limbo, still not sure where she's going to be on television. She's got to be somewhere. She's too good. She's too lovely. But Jamie Erdahl, well, I think is pretty good. We'll, we'll see how she does. She obviously looks great on television. That's always a key. Don't kid yourself. TV is a visual medium. I previously worked for CBS Sports as sideline reporter, as well as CBS Sports Network. Good for Jamie Erdahl. Big gig there. Good morning, football. Her new gig. How's your pandemic going? Oh, yeah, it's still going on. Many, many months ago, people started to say, huh, yeah, like this thing's going to be over. It's going to be the forever pandemic. And I chuckled, but then scoffed, like forever, please. Well, guess what's going to happen on Friday? The Biden administration is going to extend the COVID-19 health emergency yet again. That will be 854 days of 15 days to slow the spread. And of course, they keep trying to hype up and trot out new variants. Ooh, variant BA.4.2.169. Oh, it's the worst one yet. Got to get more vaccines. Let's go. You've got Novak Djokovic, who is not going to be able to come into the country because he is a foreigner and must be vaccinated for entry, whereas American citizens who are not vaccinated can leave the country and come back without being vaccinated. It's just beyond stupid right now at this point that this requirement would still be in place. But you can sense this urge. Perhaps it's political as the midterms come up. Nah, couldn't be. What's that? The midterm variant? You can sense this push to get it going again, to make masking a thing again. I just flew, and I notice in the airport all the time, not the number of people wearing masks because it's relatively small. I'd I'd guess it's less than 5%. It's the who that wear masks that blows me away. I see more young, fit men that are wearing masks, not even with their girlfriend next to them, 
who might be wearing a mask, but like single young men fit wearing masks. And I think to myself, what is wrong? I, I know. What's, what does it matter to you? They want to wear it fine. It doesn't matter to me. It dismays me. It dismays me that there's so many people with so much anxiety that are so superstitious, that are so maybe not even unaware of the science of how they don't work for shit and how it's a futile thing to think you're going to be rejecting a virus with a silly mask of any variety. It's that it's still going on that I wonder, well, what's your end game? Or are you just going to wear a mask all the time when you go somewhere? Ooh, it's crowded. It's scary. Actually saw a woman double masking at the airport. Double masking coming up on 854 days into 15 days just to slow the spread. Wow. Then there's this story. It might be the greatest story I've ever seen. It might be story of the year candidate. A fake Indian cricket league was stood up with the sole purpose of duping Russian gamblers. And it worked. The Indian Premier League ended in May. But then the Indian Premier Cricket League, one word difference, a fake league designed to trick Russian bettors began to play. Farmers wore the IPL jerseys and fake crowd noise was played on speakers. The games were played on what looked like a BBC feed. Obviously, someone had some, you know, fairly basic consumer level television equipment or broadcast equipment or podcasting equipment or webcasting equipment, and they mocked it up to look like (laughs) a real league. Some shitty ass dirt cricket fields and some pretty unconvincing officials. Are they umpires? Are they referees? I don't know what they call the cricket refs. But sure enough, the farmers in their IPL jerseys and fake crowd noise made $4,000 before someone said, hey, hey, wait a minute. Is this league real? By then, Igor and Sergey and his buddies are like, I think we've been duped. This is not real cricket. What is going? A refund, refund, refund. Too late, my friend. You've been scammed. And then there's this. <laughs> they will rue the day if this comes to pass. Are you ready? Headline, retail stores looking at new concept. Keep your returns. Get your money back instead. Yes, indeed. Dateline Pittsburgh. The idea catches shoppers off guard, writes the uh, Action News 4 website, WTAE. Ashley Zilka. The idea catches shoppers off guard. But in recent weeks, some of the biggest store chains, including Target, Walmart, Amazon, have reported they've got too much inventory. Now stores are considering an idea where instead of returning your unwanted items, gee, who would do that? Just keep them and then still get the refund. Said shopper Harris Rahman, I think it's surprising when you hear it at first and then it's part of a bigger change. And after COVID with some stores doing things that don't seem like they make any sense. 
Apparently, the stores or retailers overbought some items because of supply chain fears, and then they got caught with a glut of those items. So the retailers with big inventory don't want the product back. They don't, they would never think of breaking the contract with the consumer of, hey, 30 days return, no questions asked. Thank you very much. And they just like keep the item. I've seen this a couple times on Amazon where it's a small enough item. It would cost more to ship it back and process it. You know, a a, a wall charger or a USB cable. They're like, ah, just keep it. We gave you the money back in your account. We we know you're going to spend it on more shit from Amazon. So, you know, don't worry about it. But yeah, the retailers have algorithms and they run them against how much inventory they have in stock, how much is going to cost to maybe refurbish an item or get it back in stock and return it to the manufacturer and all that other rigmarole. And sometimes they just go, yeah, well, go ahead and keep it. Now, when it comes to me, you, you know me, the king of all returns. <laughs> this is a dangerous road retailers are going to go down. God forbid I find out that they have... Uh, a surplus of Sony cameras because it's all over at that point. Then I will, I will bankrupt target. If they're not careful, if I find out that they have a surplus of electronics and they're going to just be like, Oh, you want to return that? Nah, just keep it. Then they're pretty much done for in that regard. Okay. Why don't we end today with a song appropriate? This one, This is a long-distance dedication that goes out specifically to one Zach Wilson of the New York Jets. It is the legendary band Fountains of Wayne with Stacy's Mom. Am I Googling right now Zach Wilson's mom plus friends plus social media plus whatever search keywords I can find to see what this woman might look like? No. But somebody is. And when you find that photo, please send it to me at Zabe at Yahoo.com or just tweet me at Zabe. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. First time, by the way, I'm watching this uh, video of uh, this legendary song. And yeah, it's all right. I don't think they can make it today. All right, thanks for listening. Rate and review as always. Tickle the algorithm. Tell a couple friends. I do appreciate it. Have yourself a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will see you next time. hundred and sixty two games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props, galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. 
Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.